Snipers, you have to see what's happening in the Bitcoin price this Thursday. As boy, did we have a sell-off in the equity markets and the cryptocurrency market. Out of nowhere, Wednesday was such a positive day. What happened today? Well, look what's happening behind the scenes, Snipers. And nobody's talking about this. You're only going to get this on this channel. Institutions are buying this dip stronger than they ever have in the past. The Bitcoin purpose spot ETF had its biggest inflow ever yesterday. And what's interesting is Bitcoin has been even at lower prices recently and they have been buying those dips, but they didn't buy as strong as they bought this dip. Not just the Bitcoin purpose spot ETF snipers, but look, Luna purchased an additional 38,000 Bitcoin worth $1.5 billion for its reserve. Well, why are institutions in Wales seeing this as an opportunity while everyone else is in fear. I have a very good explanation for this snipers and then we'll dive into the Bitcoin price and technical analysis. But check this out. These are things nobody are discussing. Look at this. Everyone got faked out. We saw an enormous amount of liquidations for long positions. As a matter of fact, we had the highest hourly spot and perpetual volume candle since December 4th of 2021. What does that mean? Well, we all remember the potential that we were going to be seeing long positions on leverage for Bitcoin get liquidated. Well, we got $82 million in long liquidations in just two hours. I think about $400 million total in long liquidations. By the way, we've seen that many times when Bitcoin has bottomed out. Was this move that we saw just to clear out longs? Because guess what? We are still forming higher lows right now. I'm going to talk about that in just a second, snipers. But just remember what I said yesterday. If Bitcoin were to come down to test its 100-week moving average, that wouldn't be surprising because the S&P 500 has already done that. Well, look what we have on the charts today, snipers. Bitcoin came down and just tested its 100-week moving average. Is there a reason for us to get further down below this, at least in the immediate short term, with the S&P 500 still holding above its 100-week moving average? Absolutely not. There's no reason for Bitcoin to breach below its 100-week moving average if the S&P 500 has yet to do so. And here's what's also very interesting, snipers. As much as we want to say that today was such an awful day, what actually happened? Well, on Wednesday, we had such a great day and all that we did so far is came down and closed above the weekly and monthly open. If we closed below the weekly and monthly open, I would say the S&P 500 could turn into a bearish puzzle piece. As a matter of fact, if it does cross below its weekly and monthly open, it will turn into a bearish puzzle piece, but it did not do that. So now we can just say we've got a garden variety retest of a major level in which what we'd like to see is coming into the weekly close tomorrow. We want to see equity markets recover above this weekly and monthly open. And guess what? Because of that, the VIX is also still a bullish puzzle piece because all it did was test the weekly and monthly open, but it did not breach further than that. And so, so far, these are still saying that we could still have continuation of the overall trend. What I mean by that overall trend was the initial reaction from the Fed's meeting 
was to the upside. And that was after the S&P 500 had already formed a daily candle looking like it wants to bottom, testing the 100-week moving average. And guess what? Even with how awful today was, we have yet to breach that recent low from four days ago. And so what does that mean for Bitcoin? Well, Bitcoin could also at this point, even right now within the next 24 hours, get back to 38,000. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happened because guess what? It would just do what the S&P 500 has already done. Test the 100 week moving average and then get back above its weekly and monthly open at a minimum. And so at this point, could we say that there is a bottom in sight? Well, Check this out, snipers. The reason I didn't get a video out immediately when we came below 36,500 was if you looked at the two hourly candles that closed fully below 36,500, they had bullish symmetry, almost as if there was a bottom in sight, a nice wick for the first one. And the second one, a continuation looking like it wants to get back above 36,500. It's not a coincidence that we're fighting 36,500. I told you all that was the major level. So at this point in the immediate short term, I will say this. As long as we can get back above 36,500, there's a high chance we get back above 38,000. Now, if we get below 36,500, things get a little bit more complicated, but not too complicated. And here's what I'll say, snipers. At this point, I believe that if Bitcoin is going to form a third higher low, it is going to be inside of the range of 36,500 and 34,788. I believe this is where we'd form the third higher low. If we cross below 34,788, I would be very concerned. At that point, it opens up the door to this massive range of a lot of downside and potential volatility, but there is no reason for us to get there just in the immediate short term, especially because it's so far below the 100-week moving average. And so at this point, Here's something that's also very interesting. Every time we've come to 35,000, guess what? We've seen massive institutional volume. Matter of fact, the most amount of buy volume that we've seen so far inside of this consolidation below 40,000 has come below 35,000. And so could we make the case that if we see another test here, we'd get another big push of volume well, it almost looks like we're already seeing the volume come in because look, the six hour chart, the institutional time frame, the time frame that most people do not monitor, smash like button for the YouTube algorithm snipers, if you love the six hour time frame, it saw the most amount of volume that we've seen since the start of this consolidation below 40,000. As a matter of fact, we can go back quite a bit and we have not seen this much volume for a very long time. That's why if we look at, what this chart says here, we saw the highest hourly spot in perpetual volume candle since December 4th. There was a lot of volume that came in. Well, it looks like for at least the institutions, right? The smart money, they decided to buy. Terra, they decided to buy. The whales decided to buy. So the question is, who's selling? Well, at this point, as long as we have this higher low intact, I believe this higher low will be between 36,500 and 34,788. And I'll wrap up with this when it comes to volume. Every time we've seen a large spike of sell volume, it has been a higher low and a bottom for Bitcoin. Every time we've seen a lot of sell pressure, it's been a higher low. Now we've seen the most amount of volume. And guess what? For the first time, we're seeing this volume, but Bitcoin was not even able 
to get below 35,000. Every time in the past that we've seen this type of sell pressure, Bitcoin has at least dipped below 35,000. Institutions buy it up. And then the first time you can see dips below 35,000, institutions buy it up. And I don't know if you guys are watching the order books, but right now it's a lot harder to bring Bitcoin down than it is to push price up when it comes to the amount of Bitcoin that it takes to push price down. It's almost double the amount of Bitcoin that would take just to push price the equal distance further up. So do we have a bottom here? Was this move just to clear out long positions? I really like how the six hour candle is closing so far. I would say that one confirmation could be a body on the six hour candle closing above 36,500 could confirm that was the higher low. Of course, we really want to start to see equity markets show some strength as they've come down to test their weekly and monthly open, still currently testing the weekly and monthly open. If we breach below this, we could turn it back into a bearish puzzle piece. But for now, we have to assume that DXY at some point or another will top out. It did form new yearly highs today, but I'm not too worried because it is in pretty much, I would say, price discovery at this point. And so we could expect it to continue to form new yearly highs. But what we really have to keep in mind is the macro and how many times the DXY has found a top in this region. And so we'll continue to monitor those puzzle pieces. But here's another confirmation that there's still a bullish bias. The Ethereum to Bitcoin chart doing well today. Despite the sell-off, we saw strength with Ethereum. That's very good. Bitcoin dominance actually selling off as much as people were expecting Bitcoin dominance to move up. As we've been saying, it's been selling off. So still two very bullish puzzle pieces. The gold to Bitcoin chart couldn't even form a higher high. It's still forming these lower highs. And so could we say that that's bullish? Absolutely. So things have not fallen apart just yet. Matter of fact, MicroStrategy they're trading at about a 10% discount compared to the amount of Bitcoin that they're holding. Similar to the GBTC pairing, tested its 200-week moving average for the first time since it's broke out from 2020. We have never came down to test this 200-week moving average. Today, we tested it. And so does that not look like a potential area where we could find a bottom? Absolutely could be. And so things are not looking as bad as they seem we just have to realize that as fast as the markets moved up, they can move down when the narratives are still against us. But where are the narratives for Bitcoin right now? I'm not seeing many bearish narratives for Bitcoin other than the fact that people are predicting it's going to come down because of equity markets and because of interest rates. But what about within the actual market, the cryptocurrency market? There isn't bearish narratives coming out. As a matter of fact, hash rates hit an all-time high today. So... Fundamentally, Bitcoin is strong. Equity markets are the only thing holding it down right now. And Bitcoin came to test its 100-week moving average. Fine. The S&P 500 already did that. S&P 500 also closed today above its weekly and monthly open. If Bitcoin does that, moving back above 38,000, that would also be normal, right? So I know there might be a lot of fear going on today, but as we always do here on the Cypress Channel, on our red days, we have to prepare for our green days and on our green days, we prepare for our red days. And so at this point, would it be smart and wise to be dollar cost averaging positions into Bitcoin below its 600 day moving average? Absolutely. It always has been a good idea in the past. Now, when it comes to leveraged long positions for Bitcoin specifically, there was a reason we saw this move today 
And there was a reason that it ended up clearing out over $400 million in long positions because we are not incentivized to try to catch the bottom. And so we're not trying to do that here. But what I will say is I think there's a very high chance, especially with the spot ETF showing the most amount of inflows ever in history coming in between 36,500 and 34,788, where we've already seen institutions step in at that range. I think that that's a very positive sign that we could have a higher low forming between 36,500 and 34,788. Some of the altcoins that I recently bought the dip on actually sold off further today. And so we could also assume today we saw a redistribution in capital, but some of the other altcoins like Helium stayed strong. They didn't actually sell off. So today was, I think, a good day for Bitcoin to just shed off a little bit of the leverage. But I wouldn't say that there's anything concerning at this point to see price action get below 35,000. I'd say that 36,500 to 35,000 is still a very strong accumulation area. And there's still a high chance we could see upside from here. And so if we breach below 35,000, of course, that's not going to be a good puzzle piece. That would really start to change the storyline. But so far, we could assume things are still looking strong. So I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below, Snipers. What altcoins are you guys entering positions into? And I will get an emergency video up if we see anything abnormal happen. But just realize this. The VIX came up, tested the weekly and monthly open today. The S&P 500 came down, tested this weekly and monthly open. It's held strong so far. As long as we stay holding those levels, we could assume this is just garden variety market behavior. We saw an exuberant move to the upside after Jerome Powell's announcement. And then now we just saw the reaction, which was an overreaction, come back to reality. That's what we could assume so far. For Bitcoin, it ended up clearing out some long positions on leverage. Never a bad thing to allow the spot price to continue to drive price action for its next move. And with that, thank you all for tuning into the channel today. I think that's all I needed to discuss. And I will see you all next time. Snipers.